Welcome to the Stepping Up Podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Kinkrick, a busy working mom who spent years searching for the perfect career and balance, only to find it's not about the job and that balance is not even real. I have found myself in love with personal development, which has led me to leaving my full-time job with nothing but a prayer and a ton of faith. Today, I'm bringing you inspiration through my own journey and interviews with amazing people who have followed their dreams and teaching you how to love yourself and become who you are meant to be. It is time to redefine life as a working mom. And I hope that you find the inspiration here to follow your dreams and take your own path through this podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Hello and welcome to the Stepping Up Podcast. I am your host, Nikki Gingrich, and I'm coming at you today with a pretty heavy topic and one that I know has been weighing on so, so many people, some for years and years and generations and generations and others maybe for just a few days, but it is all around this, you know, the topic today really is about allowing others to experience their emotions. And this topic is coming out of, as I record this, it is, you know, just the other day we had had Blackout Tuesday for Black Lives Matter, Black Lives Matters, and George Floyd had has just died and it has caused all of these protests and excuses for riots and looting and, and so much energy has moved. We had gone from, you know, I don't want to say quiet coronavirus, but really it was quiet and calm and the streets were quiet and people weren't out to all of a sudden this really huge uptick in energy. And this is not going to be a conversation around um, Black Lives Matter or my beliefs or my thoughts, but just know that I stand with Black Lives Matter. I believe in the movement. Um, But I am choosing to come at this in a very different way sometimes than it feels like a lot of other folks, um, a lot of other coaches or businesses or brands or personal brands out there are really coming at this of I support, but I am supporting on my end quietly. So you may not see me posting about much on social media, but I am really focusing my energy on internally learning and understanding and educating myself and reading books about white privilege and reading books about, you know, black lives and what their lives are like so that I can understand what is going on. Because in this moment, I, I may, I will never fully and completely understand because I am not them. Just as Nobody, you know, only white women can understand what we feel or white men or black men or black women or Indians or whatever race or culture you come from. Nobody can understand what it is like to to live like that. But what we can do as as a society is try our best to understand and to learn about it and to educate ourselves and to educate our children so that they can do better and we can improve change. So um, that is where I am coming from. I struggled very much with this, uh, this whole week of how much do I put out on social media? How much do I share? And I shared a little and I shared my thoughts and 
but I need to understand that I've need to take this with inside myself in my home and having the candid private conversations with my family and my friends and really working it out there. That's what feels best for me. So today, what I'm going to be sharing with you is one piece that really showed up for me very, very heavy this week was all of the emotions. As I said, there was this huge uptake in energy and there was a lot of different energy. But as I said, we kind of came from this very calm I want to say peaceful, but yes, Corona was stressful and things were stressful, but really we had had basically kind of almost three months of living how we were living. So people had been settled into their working arrangements. Kids were finishing up their, their school, which meant parents were free from homeschooling. Some are still homeschooling uh, as I record this. And as this goes live, we are done. So we had shifted all of our kind of mentality into how are we going to do this and work from home and have the kids home. And now that the kids don't have a regimented schedule, what do we do? That's really where our mindset was. And we were very excited. It was, oh my God, we made it through. We did it. And then all of this other stuff happened and it was stuff that was necessary and needed to happen. So I'm not saying it shouldn't have happened. It was necessary. But what I am saying is what came up for me was, watching all of this energy and these emotions coming up and really seeing how it was affecting me. And it was a lot of anger, rightful anger. It was a lot of anger. And um, I want to say a lot of negativity, but not really, but it was just a huge uptick in energy. And I had to take a day this week and really just allow myself to feel the emotions on Tuesday. It was actually blackout Tuesday. My emotions were running so high and so heavy. I was completely mentally, physically, emotionally drained because I was trying to feel all of this collective energy that was happening and watching the videos and seeing what was going on. And it was, it was a lot to take in, in a really short amount of time. And it really drained me. I basically spent Tuesday laying on the bed, laying on the couch, not really doing much, allowing the kids to have screen time because I I took a nap. I asked the kids, I said, I wanted to spend time with my kids, but I didn't have energy to actually physically get up and play or do anything. So I said, let's just sit and watch a movie. I ended up falling asleep on the couch, watching a movie. It was It was a very heavy day for me and I couldn't figure out what was going on. Was it something I ate? Was I not feeling well? Was it things that were hormones in my body? Like what was it? And um, I eventually got myself up and moving around and um, it was probably 4 p.m. on Tuesday before I felt like I had enough energy to really think and do things and cook dinner and do all of that stuff. But I had to give myself that grace that morning to really just lean into the, to what I was feeling and that the fact that I needed to lay down and rest and I really needed to process everything that was going on. And it wasn't just everything around Black Lives Matter. That was a huge piece of it. And I was feeling that, that, that collective energy from all of the videos I was watching and all of the things I was reading about it. And I mean, we're also experiencing a lot of things within our own personal life. I had a big meeting coming up at work. I had, um, we are in the process of selling our home and buying a new home. There's a lot of things going on and a lot of stuff had happened within the last week and a half. And I think Tuesday really was the culmination of all of that for me. And 
I was watching this video on Tuesday evening of this woman who was just so angry and her emotions and, and it was, you know, beautiful how she was expressing her emotions, but I was watching her in her anger and it was, um, it was triggering me and I couldn't figure out why it was triggering me or what it was that was triggering me, but it was about a 10 minute video. And I said, let me just continue watching this video. Let me see what continues to come up for me. Let me listen to her rather than saying, oh, I don't like hearing all of this anger and turning, turning it off. I said, this is what is going on for her. Let me just sit and listen. And as I sat and I listened to her, I realized something within myself, um, something huge for me that I had learned over the years. And it was, I needed to allow this woman, I don't know who she is, somebody shared her video, so I have no idea who she is, but I had to listen to this video and I had to allow her to experience her emotions. And that's really what I'm talking about today of so many people are feeling so many things right now. And we as a as a human race as a human being are really picking up on that that energy that's happening as i said that collective energy that huge uptick in what we're feeling right now we are feeling that in some way or another and when my brain when i started watching this video and i said oh i don't like seeing this i don't like seeing this anger and i am someone who will avoid confrontation i don't like negativity i will avoid it and what i've really been working on on myself is saying why am I avoiding this anger? What is it about this negative emotion or these negative things that I don't want to see? And how can I experience and watch these things without really being triggered by it or really being pulled in emotionally? How can I disassociate my emotions from the emotions that I'm watching somebody else experience? And I don't know if that makes sense or not, but I had to really watch this woman and say, I'm just going to watch her be angry but not allow her anger to affect me. I'm just going to watch her and say, wow, I see her anger. I see how upset she is. She has every right to feel what she's feeling. And that is really what I'm talking about is we have to respect people and say, if that's how you feel, I see you and I understand and not telling someone that the way you are feeling is wrong. And I have been told just a few years ago that certain things that I was feeling in my work when I was feeling overwhelmed and stressed out at my my former job a few years ago that that wasn't real and I was told that my emotions weren't that how I was feeling about the situation and things that were going on whether it was at work or in my personal life is I am overwhelmed right now and that I was told that my overwhelm was an exaggeration and that was really hard for me. And I remember thinking, you can't tell me how to feel. No one can tell you how to feel. And yet, what I've really learned in the last year is that so often, especially with my own family, um, I was saying, I don't like being around your anger. So can you please stop being angry? That's what I was saying. You need to calm down because I don't want to be around this. Your anger is affecting me. But what I was saying in that situation of was you can't be angry anymore because it's affecting me. So now I'm telling you to not be angry and I'm telling you to not feel the feelings you are feeling. And that's exactly what upset me 
a few years ago was someone was telling me how to feel. And that is all real. That is something I have been working on ever since I really realized it was I need to allow people to feel their own feelings. And we as a collective need to allow people to feel those feelings. We can't tell people to not be upset. We can't tell people to not be angry. That is their emotions. And they need to move through those emotions however they feel necessary to do. So I did. I watched this woman's entire video. And while I was triggered within the first few minutes, towards the middle, I started to just allow her to she's angry. I see that she's angry. She's really upset. And I can make a judgment on whether her anger is right or wrong. But that's not going to change her anger. And that's not going to change how she feels. And I chose not to make a judgment and subconsciously and initially, yes, I did. I'm like, well, I questioned it. But then I also had to look at that for myself. So we need to and this isn't just with the situation that's going on. Um, as I record this and that's going to continue to go on, but this is just life in general that we need to allow people to experience their own emotions. And if those emotions make us uncomfortable, we need to question that for ourselves. We need to say, why is that making me uncomfortable? And what can I do instead? Because telling somebody to calm down and relax, whether it's your children, your husband, your parents, a friend, a colleague, calm down. No, let them experience their anger, their sadness, whatever it is that's going on, their joy. Let them experience it for them because those are those um, their emotions. You own your emotions. Those are yours. And if you are being triggered for something, that is your responsibility to say, why am I being triggered by this? Why is this upsetting me? And then to also understand that very often, especially if you are someone who's very much empathic, um, who really picks up on other people's emotions when you're in spaces with other people I don't fi- I don't experience this for myself but I have close friends who do that if you are someone who is in a space and you will just naturally pick up on other people's emotions and you won't understand maybe you'll feel a sudden sense of sadness or a sudden sense of joy or anger and you're like wow why do I suddenly feel angry it's probably because somebody within that space or somebody that you're watching or following is angry and you don't even realize it but then all of a sudden you pick up on those emotions and again I don't experience this personally but I know Um, friends who are and if you think you might be just go google empathic and you will find a ton of information um, that will help you Um, but like I said even when you're not fully you know someone who picks up on emotions that easily when you when there is this huge uptick in energy from so many people you're going to naturally pick up on that when you're scrolling social media and you're seeing these really big emotions from a lot of people, you're going to naturally pick up on that. And that's where I was. And I'll be honest, because I'm not super sensitive to being empathic, I have empathy. That is very different than being empathic. And that's me, my ego coming in. People might not think you're very empathetic. Uh, Empathetic is different from an empath. Um, if that makes sense. So maybe I'm using my words, my terminology incorrectly, but there's empathy and then there's someone who's an empath. And when you're an empath, you pick up on that energy. You're much more sensitive to that energy of people around you or people you're following. And it's really, so for me to pick up on that collective energy and to feel that sense of heaviness and to feel that much heaviness, 
it was a lot of energy going around um, the world at that point because I was picking up on it in such a heavy, heavy way that I knew that this was huge. And if I was experiencing this, so many other people were experiencing this in some way or another. That's why I'm sharing this with you because I have been working really behind the scenes on really just allowing people to experience their emotions, allowing my husband to be angry or mad and not allowing his emotions to trigger me. And this isn't something that's been done snap overnight. It's been something I've had to work on where I've been triggered and I'd have to come back after the fact and say, okay, he was upset about something at work or he was just upset. I just need to allow him to experience his emotions and and be a support for him. But that's work that I have to do on myself because it's stuff that I've been triggered by and that I need to work on. And it's hard to do that. It's difficult and it takes a lot of work. But when we're able to find a space where we can allow people to experience their emotions and we can ask ourselves the question, why is this upsetting me? What th- These are really the two big questions. Why is this this getting to me? Why am I so upset by all of this? And then number two is, what can I do differently instead? If I'm feeling angry, or I- I've said it to my husband before where I said, I know you're not in a really good mood right now and you're very angry, but it's really affecting me. And as much as I want to listen and be a support for you, I can't be a support for you right now because I'm being triggered by this. And I've said that to him in conversations. And I've said um, uh, just recently, some, he was stressed out about something and and I just had to allow him to be. And But in my case, I couldn't respond. I just had to say, I, okay, I hear you. And then after the fact, I said, I hope you weren't upset by the fact that I didn't respond verbally to you where I really just sat and listened because I couldn't respond verbally because I didn't doing that would have caused my emotions to escalate. And I didn't want to get tied into your stress. I wanted to be a support for you. And I wanted to be a place where you could kind of dump all that out without being attacked or feeling attacked in any way and really causing those emotions to then attack each other. Now he's upset. Now I'm upset. And then, you know, that causes friction within our lives and within our household. Um, but really having those conversations of, I've realized what I need to do when he is stressed out or someone else is angry and they're expressing that I need to stay silent. And at the same time, if I start to feel that I'm being triggered or that it's bothering me, I need to walk away from the situation and say, I know you want to talk to me about this, but I can't really listen to it right now. So just give me some time and I will listen later um, because I don't want to get upset and then create a worse situation for you. And I've had to say those things. I've had to do those things. And it's only helped me grow stronger so that as I'm watching a video of a stranger that I don't even know, I could look at it and say, her anger is triggering me. And I don't want to experience, I don't want to experience the anger. I don't like confrontation. I don't like those things. I avoid them at all cost, sometimes to a detriment of friendships and relationships because I just used to not, it really takes a lot of work for me to face those things, to have those um, 
uncomfortable conversations, I would rather just avoid those conversations than have them all together. So one thing I'm working on is really getting into the uncomfortable and really doing the work that Brene Brown talks about is getting uncomfortable and having those uncomfortable conversations and being in those uncomfortable situations because that's where you grow. So that's where I've been putting myself. And that's how I could watch this woman and say, no, I'm going to keep watching this video. And by the end of it, I was able to to really look at it in a different light and really understand not fully where she was coming from, obviously, but allow her to say she's angry and she's allowed to be angry. And I, that's just really, I think, a huge piece of us as human beings that we need to understand, not just with everything that's going on, because this is going to happen. And a lot of times I think we want to judge people and we want to look at them and say, well, if I were that in, in, in that situation, I wouldn't feel this way. A, you don't know that unless you actually were in a similar situation, but you also don't know that because you are not that other person. You have not had those same experiences that they have had in their lives. So you do not understand how they are feeling. Just as someone can't come to you and say, why are you reacting this way? You should be reacting this way. You should be feeling this way. Just as I felt when I was you know, saying that my overwhelm was an exaggeration. You don't know how I'm feeling. You don't know my life experiences right now. You don't know where I've been in my life and what has brought me to where I am and why I am feeling this overwhelm. And that's what was so upsetting to me. But we also can't do that to other people. And I think we we do it. We do it without realizing it. This isn't something that I think we consciously say we do that we're going to judge people and their feelings. But I think it's something we need to consciously try to objectively look at. And it starts with asking ourselves those questions. Why am I being triggered by this? And what can I do instead when I start to feel triggered? And another piece, I think this is the last piece I'm going to end with. Uh, Actually, no, there are two pieces I'm going to end with. Meditation has been huge for me because in meditation, a lot of times you will focus on observing your own thoughts and observing your own emotions. And when you can start observing your own emotions without attachment, without judgment of saying, wow, I was really upset or I was really mean. Okay, what was going on there? And you can do that without feeling guilt or shame. Um, That's something I've really been working on of, oh, I reacted this way in this situation. I yelled at my kids. I got really mad. I probably shouldn't have done that. Let me go back and relook at it. But meditation has allowed me to be able to do that without the emotion attached to it, to really just observe as if I was a third party watching the situation or the emotion or whatever happened in front of me. And because I had done that for myself, and as I continue to do that work for myself, I am able to do that for other people and allow them to hold their emotions without judgment and just allow them to experience that because I've been able to do that for myself. And I think the last piece I'm going to leave you with is a quote from a book that I'm reading. Uh, The book is The Secrets of the Millionaire Mind, which is all about money and mindset. It's incredible. I highly recommend it. It's by T. Harv Ecker. And the quote is, energy is contagious. Either you affect people, A-F-F-E-E-C-T, affect people, or infect people. So energy is contagious. Either you affect people or you infect people. So whatever energy is out there in a world in the world, you you have the opportunity to affect people and to change them or you can infect them. So 
in my mind, I am looking at this as what can I do right now is I can come from love and I can come from peace and I can come from hope. And as I put those energies out into the world, that I can affect people with those emotions. I can help people feel love and peace and joy. And even if people are trying to bring out anger and negativity and trying to infect me, I can counteract that with love and peace and hope. But at the same time, also allowing them to feel their anger and not judging their anger or their emotions or their sadness of whatever is going on. I can spread that love, hope, peace, and joy and still allow them to feel their emotions and not expect them to change their emotions, but just come at them with love and peace. And I think that's where we all can be. We are not always going to be happy human beings. We are going to feel anger. We are going to feel sadness. Those are emotions that we need to feel. Those are the uncomfortable emotions that help us grow and move forward, but we need to explore them. We need to explore those emotions. We need to explore where they're coming from, why they're coming through and how we can shift and change them. And then we also need to understand that our emotions affect other people and we have a choice. Are we going to affect them or are we going to infect them? And I hope we can choose to continue growing as human beings, continue having the uncomfortable conversations, going into the uncomfortable situations, so that we can grow and change and be better and then continue to put out into the world love and peace and hope so that we can continue seeing that within our world and we can continue seeing change in that direction for ourselves, for our children and for our children's children and for generations to come, um, behind us. So thank you so much for listening to, I don't know if it was my rant or my rave or whatever it was, but just really having this conversation of allowing others to experience and feel their emotions so that, and you also allowing yourself to feel and experience your own emotions. Thank you so much for joining me on today's podcast and I will see you again or be with you again next week. Um, coming at you with some more interviews next week, which I'm really excited about. So thank you so much. Have an amazing, amazing day. Thank you for joining me on the Stepping Up podcast. If you loved this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the podcast on iTunes so that we can share this message with more and more people. Together, let's redefine what life as a working mom looks like and feels like. Until next time, have a great one.